And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents RTG's Things I Hate. I'm RTG, and this is what I fucking hate. You want to know what I hate? School bus drivers. Always rounding corners on two wheels and sideswiping whatever the fuck they can, while contributing to childhood obesity by picking up all the fat kids right in front of their houses so they don't have to waddle their piglet asses down to the corner. <laughs> and what could they possibly be talking to the fat kid's fat mom about at 7.30 in the morning with a line of cars behind them? Rude pieces of school bus shit. School bus drivers, <laughs> you're who I fucking hate. <laughs> Is that the remix though, or did the original one have that? Uh? I think it had. To, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a Funk Master Flex uh, <laughs> yeah. fucking remix. I have no idea. Welcome to the Alcard High Five Podcast. My name is Davin, and I'm RTG. And uh, yeah. Oh, it's slow because I'm pulling it down. <laughs> I always forget about that. We needed a more sophisticated soundboard at one point. If we ever, if we ever make money off of this show and can hire a producer, oh, the levels will reach with the boom basket, <laughs> yeah. boom-tastic drops, and he'll get button happy. That's I won't fine have to me. signal the applause. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, like to have somebody pull, like we were talking about something, and have somebody pull it up on a screen yeah. so we can look at it and shit. Ah, the uh, the good life that would be. Yeah. What's going on, RTG? Not much. I'm pretty upset. I missed the weekend. Oh, uh, yes. I was looking forward to getting drunk with you guys. Yeah, well, well, you missed the weekend because uh, you didn't have an ID. Yeah. <laughs> no identification. Uh, yeah, you should probably get one of those sooner or later. It'll just get stolen by the police, so there's really no point. <laughs> Passport, license, they, they fucking collect them. I don't know what they do with it. Um, yeah, it was fun. You know, I wanted to talk about that anyway, so let me paint the picture for you, okay? Yeah, so here, here's the deal. And and this is in in this is in in a time in my life where I've been uh, let's just say reducing many things in my life, um, some good, some bad, but uh, it, getting rid of all my possessions, trying to really, for lack of a better word, minimalize my life here. I think I'm finally at 36 years old, looking down the barrel of something that I've that I've deeply, deeply denied and did not want to face. And this is kind of parallel to what's going on in your life, so I thought maybe we could discuss it. But let me paint the picture here. So Saturday, we had a thing going on in my old uh, my old hood, downtown Jersey City. And and when I tell you, Richard, that it was a magical day, it was a magical day. Yeah. Yeah. We, so what was supposed to be one of my best friend's uh, 35th birthday parties, who lives in D.C., and he was going to be in Jersey City. We're going to meet up at the beer garden. 
turned out to not only be his 35th birthday party, but a big celebration party because he proposed to his lovely girlfriend, now fiance, who I also consider a very close friend of mine. Very nice. Yeah, so it was a it was a it was a great loving day. She had a fucking he put a fucking Beyonce size ring on her fucking finger. She's all stoked. <laughs> Friends and family are there. My brother and his girlfriend are there releasing great news out into the public, which I probably don't have the authority to say here on the show, but let's just say that it's double as good as most as the news oh could have yeah been. yeah that's right um, that's right so they're there uh and they're telling their news and that was great fucking um i'm seeing uh old friends that i love that i haven't seen in a while new friends that i've come to love that that i've been hanging out with lately everybody's around it's just a warm great feeling good spirits bartolo cologne hit a fucking home run i mean if that's not a magical uh, occurrence that uh, it was just like bartolo cologne bartolo cologne from the new york mets the 42 oh, okay. the 42 year old overweight pitcher oh uh-huh, all right hit his first home major league home run which Good was something him. that baseball fans would never would have thought of happening. that happened we saw it on the big screen at the beer garden when it happened and then he housed a premio sausage sandwich probably <laughs> And uh, and it, it was just it was just a great day. Uh, my friend, my friend uh, who got engaged and his his lovely fiance, um, he was hammered at a certain point because he, I guess he was he had gotten over so much. He proposed that morning. Oh, before you guys even went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. It was like a thing where he proposed and then met up with the family already knew met up for brunch. Then all the fucking retards come in later. Yeah. And uh and um, but he was, you know, he had uh, rightfully so had had like a, a pretty nervous day and a reason to celebrate. So and had been at it all day. So come dinner time, he's kind of he's kind of tipsy. And I, I'm going to guess that his fiance is. kind of So wait, tipsy. I just want to interrupt for a second. Yeah. So is it nerve wracking when you know she's going to say yes? Uh, Yeah, I would say so. I would say it is. Yeah, so you would know. So, I mean, were you nervous even though you knew she was going to say yes? I wasn't nervous because I knew that she was going to say yes. The, the thought of her saying no wasn't a, uh, wasn't a thought in my mind. I wasn't um, – uh, although it probably would have been better. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I didn't th- – but I was still nervous because of just the whole thing of is she going to like the ring – uh, and right. it is my performance because mine was a little performance based. You know, I kind of I pulled a ruse on her, if you will. Gotcha. Um, and right. Uh, the presentation. is what the, Yeah, the nervous. presentation. So there was like that kind of ner- it was the same nerves that I get before I go on stage. I was going to say it's like a stage fright. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's like I'm going to have to perform. I want this is an important thing. So I want this to go seamlessly. Yeah. So you get those nerves. But the nerves of uh, of actually saying no. Yeah, I don't. And, and I and I talked to our friend Kevin about it. <laughs> And he said the same thing. I mean, they've been together forever. They've lived with each other forever. And it's just, it was just a matter of time. So right. he knew that she was going to say yes. But still, you know, he kind of did it in a way that was kind of a surprise. And you want, you know, you want everything to go well. Yeah. So anyway, they're all, they're all getting tipsy. And uh, at the beer garden, you know, you eat, you, they serve a, a selection of, you know, German style food. So let's say your bratwursts and sausages and stuff like that. Bunch of gross shit. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> So, um, well, I wish I had actually ingested some of that, and I'll get to that in a little bit. This is the story <laughs> that I want to tell you. So, so he goes up, and he, I guess, he orders his plate of whatever. Let's just call them brats, you know, for his uh, for his dinner that night. And uh, you know, they give you the little fucking beeper thing that like turns red like yeah, a restaurant because yeah. that thing's huge. If you're outside, whatever, you go get your food. So his goes off. He comes back. I'm I'm sitting at another table, but right behind him, and you know, we're just bullshitting with everybody. 
And uh, all of a sudden, everybody at his table starts dying fucking laughing. Like, holy shit, holy shit. And I was like, what's going on? And his fiance, Jess, was like, Kevin got the display. Kevin got the display. So what this drunk tard fucking did was <laughs> when his thing went off, he, he stumbled up to the, uh, to, the, to the fucking place where you get the food, <laughs> saw a platter of food that he just in his mind thought was their food, took it right quick. And went back. What it ended up being was like the three-week-old fucking display of food <laughs> that they put out there to show you what you yeah. can get. You know what I'm saying? And both of them fucking dug in and took a bite of it before they realized oh, that it was old and moldy and it, shit. Oh, it's real food. It's not like a plastic. No, it was real food, but it, you know, it's food that's been out forever. That's fucking nasty. It was funny as shit. <laughs> Therefore, also adding to the magicalness of the day. Uh-huh. Magicalness is a word. Is magicalness a word? <laughs> Yeah, so so the whole anyway, it was just a big party. It was fucking great. Everyone's having fun, and uh, and I was doing good. You know, I was I'm doing the uh, like I had brought up before the the keto thing. So shouldn't be drinking alcohol at all. But I was I was sipping on some vodkas and um, and having a good time, getting a little buzz on and shit. And then we went to our our favorite bar in the world, the Golden Cicada, um, where you know things get loose at the Golden Cicada, but. But uh, and I went there and I started ordering and same thing, you know, it was a little bit less of the crew. Some people split off at that point. It was a little bit later, but it wasn't too late, probably like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Still had some good hours in the night. And uh, we go there and there was already another party there and the karaoke is popping and everybody's singing and everyone's happy. We got the fucking celebration balloons and Kevin Jess got golden cicada shirts and they're rocking them <laughs> and, and all our friends are there. And, and it's just a good fucking time. And I'm enjoying life and I'm getting this warm feeling where I'm, again, like I'm saying, I'm just, I'm looking around at fucking the people that I love in my life. You know what I mean? I got fucking family members. I got uh, some of my closest friends of all time. I got new friends who who have really become very close to me in, in the last year or so. Like life is fucking good. And then I wake up in my bed the next day. Blacked out. And have no fucking idea where the last, let's say, hour, at least hour of the fucking night goes. Well, you got home. I got home. I always do do that. Yeah. But I was, I'm really, I'm, here's what I want to talk about is I'm fucking disappointed in myself. I really am. I'm 36 years old. There is no point in me getting blackout drunk anymore. And honestly, I didn't know that I was, I was going down that fucking rabbit hole that night. I was just having fun and and not I didn't even feel that fucking uh, that like wasted. Well, you, know? you said you were drinking vodkas. Well, here's what I think. If I'm going to go back and try to CSI this motherfucker, what I think happened was at the uh, at the beer garden when I was ordering vodkas, they were giving me Tito's, which is my vodka of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to the dive bar, the Golden Cicada. The vodkas and seltzers that I was ordering were six bucks a piece. So that alone indicates to me that it was probably some real low level swill fucking well fucking <laughs> some vodka. Pop off. Something like that. Yeah. But I already had a buzz on and you know, and and so like because when we drink, you know, sometimes I'll have some Tito's here while we're while we're doing the podcast. Uh, and stuff, and I, I literally and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I could drink, but I could drink that shit all night. And I'll get buzzed, but I, I don't get anywhere near blackout. As a matter of fact, beer will black me out quicker than Tito's vodka really? for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's because my liver's all fucked or I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, whatever that was fucking blacked me out. And 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 here's the thing. Like, 
like, you know, sometimes we'll go like our friends, uh, Tom and Karen, they'll have parties at their house every once in a while and we'll go there. And I and and I always end up over drinking when I'm hanging out at their house. Uh, but that's kind of like what we do as a group. You know, drinking is a big part of our group. And if I'm there in the sanctity of their home with a few of my friends and my closest, you know, people that know my deepest, darkest secrets and know who I am and all that shit, I don't wake up the next morning like, oh, man, I, I fucking browned out or I blacked out. I don't care because there's nothing that I could possibly do that they would even take seriously, you know? But when I'm in public, especially like a, a like that, and I don't remember the last hour of the night, I wake up the next morning, whether it's true or not, with this sinking, horrible feeling in my chest that I did something wrong. <laughs> and now, I look, I know I, there's a very good possibility that the other night I just fucking got drunk and then everybody was like, whoa, Dev's drunk. Like, let's sit him down. And then they got me out of there or something like that. There's a very good possibility that other people there were that drunk there's so the possibilities are endless on what could have uh, uh, happened that night. But in my head, and it tortures me, and I've been thinking about this for the last two days since since I woke up and didn't know what happened at the end of the night. I well, let me pre- let me set it up like this. Um, as most people listen to the Awkward High Five podcast know that I've been doing a lot of work on myself in the past year or so, and a lot of that work has been turning my negative attitude into a positive attitude right now if you hang out with me i consider my i don't know you've been drinking with me for fucking forever do you consider me a a happy drunk or an angry drunk happy drunk i I consider myself a happy yeah the problem with me is that i tend to be whether it comes from a place of love or not i can be and my previous self definitely was a very offensive person, you know, like I. But it's a, it's joking. It is, but but to people who don't know me, or maybe people that kind of know me. I was just gonna, you know, I was thinking while you were saying that, and I was, you know, just replaying our entire life through my head. I can't remember a moment where we've gotten so shitty where you actually had to worry about the next day. I, I don't remember you like really offending anyone. Or going over any lines or anything. Oh, there was one night where I fucking had an outer body experience at one, <laughs> at one of my closest friends' house. Yeah, uh, yeah, I fucking I offended him and his wife and every one of my friends that were there. I fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. I want to see shit. Like it that. was bad. It was usually that's me. Yeah, I know that's you, but you get away with it because it's like, oh, that's Richie. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like you've been doing that forever, and like even you get along get a, get away with the falling down drunk thing because that's like you set up a pre. A, a, like a precedent for your precedent <laughs> for yourself very early in life where people are like Richie just gets hammered drunk his eyes slam shut and then we just fucking forget about him <laughs> and once that, sweet. Yeah, I know it's nice I don't have that you know like I th- I and I might but I don't know that you're notorious for keeping it together no I'm <laughs> look if there's anybody in this world that's least notorious for keeping it together it's me Devin and keeping it together don't coexist in the same fucking arena I know that but but what I'm saying is, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like that night, I'm worried that I did or said something that that could have offended people that I didn't want to offend. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whether yeah. whether that's a reality or not, that could definitely just be some fabricated thing. But I've had this. As as a matter of fact, I texted my my closest friend that was there that night the next day, and I was like, "Did I do anything shitty last night?" And he's like, "Not that I know of." Right. And I was like, "Okay, that's cool." But I know that I also wasn't hanging around exclusively you all night. Right. So. That's, that just narrows it down a little bit. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know, so so for all I know, there could be about, you know, whatever. And I know I'm being like neurotic and weird about this, but it's a feeling that I have to placate because it's a feeling that I have. Now, bigger than that, 
Uh, well, let me let me add one more addendum here. Uh, also, I've realized in my in my fucking my changing my my developing that I've been doing with myself, my introspective look at myself lately. Uh, when I get really drunk, not buzzed drunk, but when I get like really drunk, I fucking lie for no reason. I become. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. I think that the lie itself is going to make people laugh. Like I'm over exaggerating. <laughs> like what? Like what do you lie about? Like what kind of stuff? I can't even bring up an exact an example. You have to have something if you know you do it. Well, no, it would just be like it, like somebody be telling me <laughs> telling me a story like fucking. I did that too. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> be telling me a story like, man, the other night I ate fuck, like what's her name's character on Saturday Night Live, um, Kristen Wiig's character, where always has to one up people. Where like <laughs> somebody be like, the other night, man, I had like five fucking uh, quesadillas, and I'd be like, oh yeah, I ate twenty quesadillas one time. <laughs> you know, like and and I think in my mind that I'm doing that, and they're getting the sarcasm, but I really think. That I'm really just lying to people. Like, drunk death is just lying to people's faces for no fucking reason. Now, look, I'm an exaggerator. I've always been an exaggerator. Yeah, but that's that goes along with the joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I appreciate a good story. So if I have to fucking juice up a story a little bit to get yeah. the people in the room interested in laughing, I'll do so that way. But if I'm one thing that I'm not, and I haven't been my whole entire life, and as a matter of fact, it's the one thing that I kind of disrespect the most in people is a liar. I consider myself a pretty straightforward dude. And and I get hammered like when I get blackout drunk, I become this fucking pathological liar. It's fucking it, hilarious. Okay, so here's the thing. You know, a lot of alcoholics in in AA and 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 shit like that, a lot of people that quit uh, drinking, they always reference uh, what's called a bottom, right? Correct? Well, like when you hit rock bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But and, but for most people, a bottom is is the the thing where they're you know uh they got too drunk and they unfortunately got in their car and wrecked their car or hurt somebody or yeah. or beat their wife or ended up in jail or fucking whatever well you know it's endless but these like horrible things that happen because of your over abuse of alcohol i've luckily never had some serious crazy bottom before mm-hmm. um I, maybe i have in my 20s but i was too stupid to realize it then you know but now that i'm getting older and i'm looking down the fucking barrel of 40 I the last three times that I've got blackout drunk, I've woken up the next day with this horrible, horrible feeling in my in the pit of my stomach that everybody hates me, that I did something wrong, you know, that kind of thing. And I've been thinking about it. And I think even though this isn't some big glamorous fucking, you know, like like thing that I got to pick up the pieces of my life from. And at the very least, I maybe offended a couple people who are friends anyway, and hopefully they'll forgive me because of my track record with them, you know, but. I don't like the way that I fucking feel when I wake up after blacking out. And that, for me, that's got to be the biggest motivator. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of, I'm looking at this as kind of like a bottom. And I don't, and I, but the thing is, uh, I don't know. And this is, this is kind of where it parallels your situation where it's like, I don't know if I want to just quit drinking because I enjoy drinking. Right. I, I, and, and not because, oh, I want to get fucked up. I just, I want to have a few beers at a barbecue or I want to go hang out at Tom and Karen's house and have a few vodkas and laugh about shit, you know, like that kind of thing. But I don't want to get to the point where I fucking get blackout drunk and I don't know what I did or I said, especially in a public place. And for it to be 36 years old and still doing that, 
whether or not I hurt anybody's feelings, whether or not I fell over a fucking chair, whether or not I did anything stupid, just to be that guy that's that sloshed out in public is embarrassing, and I don't want to be that person. You see what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I don't know if this holds true for you, but I know that... Holds water, by the way. It holds water. But I know that when I've gotten that shit-faced to where I black out and you know regret the next day and things like that... It's because I was on a mission to get that fucked up. I knew I was going to get that fucked up. Yeah. If I go out and say I'm really not going to get that fucked up tonight, maybe I'll get a little bit drunker than I planned, but I'll never reach that point. Reaching that point is like always a set goal. So maybe you're doing that and you're not even realizing it. Maybe but you're like, tonight I'm going to get fucked up. No, wasted. because it was it, to use the other night as an example, that was one of the reasons that I felt so bad. I was disappointed in myself because one of my goals of that night was not to get that fucked up. Like I wanted to be buzzed and I wanted to have fun, you know. And and uh, and I kept joking with my friend Kevin's who, whose night it was because, you know, we've been drinking together forever and he's had some crazy nights. And I kept saying like, oh, you're going to get Kev fucked up? You know, like, are you, like, I hope you get crazy fucked up tonight so I can laugh at you, you know. And then I ended up being the one getting fucked up. And and in here and I've been thinking about it and I think what it was is like I don't I in the moment and I'm sure a lot of people deal with this. In the moment of getting fucked up, I don't ever feel like I'm fucked up enough. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so like, <laughs> so in my mind, I'll tell myself, okay, you're just going to keep your, a nice buzz going tonight. You don't want to get too hammered, like drink a water in between drinks and shit like that. But at a certain point in the night, I feel like I'm cool. I guess it's the same reason that people are like, oh, I could drive my car. Yeah. You feel like you're all right. So I feel like I need to kick it up a little bit in order to get like, you know, still what I would consider like an okay buzz. And that's when the fucking light fucking ludicrous yeah. speed pops on. And then I wake up in my bed the next and day. And that's why I asked you about the vodkas, because, you know, whether it was good vodka or bad vodka, if you're drinking drinks like that, that's. Definitely when you hit ludicrous speed. I think, but it's, it has, bad vodka will fuck you up so much more I'm than sure, good vodka. I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure. But, I, I mean, especially when you're with a bunch of friends who are drinking beers, you're, you know, s- someone's always taking rounds, so you're drinking at the same pace. You know, you're drinking your cocktail just as fast as someone would drink a fucking beer. Yeah, You right. know, so, you know, you pa- like you have a quarter of the glass left. Someone's going up to get around, so you pound it real quick. Right. And that's not going to hit you for another 20 minutes, half hour. So you get your other drink, and you're drinking, and then boom, then it hits you out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. So. Well, I'm, I'm at the point now where I, I do not want this to happen again. It, I don't. It, it's just so, it's not a feeling that I like, you know, because. I feel like my old self might come out when I'm, you know, like I already I've already acknowledged the fact that for some reason I turn into a fucking liar, <laughs> you know, like like I, I can I, I'll I, I probably go too far when I'm that drunk. And, and it is all in love, you know, like it's all me just wanting like I've been my whole life for some reason just wanting to fill some fucking void by entertaining everybody in the room and trying to be the funniest fucking person and doing all that stupid petty bullshit that I do anyway. But when I'm that drunk and my brain says, fuck you, I'm out. And I'm on autopilot. I don't have, especially now, you know, the things that I've that I've come to teach myself about staying positive and 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 being nice to everybody and not and not you know and all that shit. You know, like so I feel like some of that shit could just come out the door, and then I could really start offending people. Yeah, you know? and I just well, alcohol will do that. Yeah, and I just don't want to do that anymore. So yeah. so I don't know. I, I'm I'm expressing this to you and the listeners of this podcast because this is what I'm dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. Um. 
but I, I don't know what the solution is, you know, because because I don't want to just stop drinking. I feel like there's and this might be anybody who's quit alcohol is probably listening to this right now being like, yeah, dude, you're saying all this shit. You just need to get off the fucking juice. Uh, and I could see that. But I, I, I in my mind, I feel like there's this middle ground that I could reach where I, I'm not going to get that fucking hammer. But I, I don't know. And and that's why I feel like with you, you know, you're trying to, to kick stuff and you're doing really well. I'll give you all the credit in the world, but you're still do it from time to time. Yeah. And uh, is there any time with you where you'll, you'll get fucked up and then regret it like uh, the next day or something like that? Um. You know, I, I the only time that happens, and I'll say this because I say everything on this fucking podcast, so I'll just say it. That happens to me when I take Xanax. Okay, it doesn't happen with my drug of choice ever. Okay, because I, I with my drug of choice, I, I don't really push it to a to a you know to a point where I want to get as fucked up as possible. Uh-huh. It's kind of you know, it's, it's kind of just a you know, it just keeps me level in a way. And it kind of, I had the same problem with alcohol, you know, you know, yeah. and yeah, I was at your 30th birthday party. Then, yeah. You well, just for the people at home. know, just so I could, we, we, uh, we went out of our way to like throw you a really big 30th birthday party. <laughs> the girl you're dating at the time had like a giant fucking house and a giant backyard and a nice pool and rented tables and all that shit. And, and, uh, and we were all there waiting for you to get there. You showed up and I'd say within 15 minutes, you were blackout drunk on the, and then we had a, like a, uh, like a softball game and shit. Everyone was swimming and having fun while you were just like fucking weekend at Bernie's on the chair the whole time. <laughs> I remember swimming. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. But I just remember getting there and there was like a huge bar set up with Patron and Jameson and all my favorite liquors. And every time I turned around, someone wanted to do a shot with me. So yeah. I'm not going to say no, but that's what I'm saying. That's the control anyway i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead and say what you're saying. um well yeah i was gonna say you know not to say you know the drug i do is a good thing by any means but it did save me from my alcohol problem you know i haven't got i haven't had it you know those those regrets that i have waking up like getting too shit faced or whatever you know maybe my eyes will still slam but i won't get offensive to anybody or do anything fucked up on drugs well it's because you're shut down i mean i've i've definitely i've definitely seen you and uh, and and there and I've seen a video of you at a per- certain point where I know you didn't. Re- there's no way in hell you could have possibly remembered what the fuck happened. That yeah, night. but that video was I wasn't out at a party. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and there is there is a different uh, thing again. Like I said, there's a and difference. that video you saw was Xanax. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Xanax. You know, that's so the only why, thing that does that to me. Why? Why? So you're saying that there's a drug that they legally sell mm-hmm. that will fuck you up more than shooting heroin does? Yes. It's, it's and all benzodiazepines. Xanax, Valium, Klonopin, um, and there's a bunch of like other lorazepam, Ativan. They're all uh, benzodiazepines. It's it's uh, like a modern day Quaalude. You know, it's yeah. just, it's meant for, it's, it's meant to treat anxiety. Right. You know, because... It just chills you the fuck out. And you're supposed to take small doses of it. Yeah, I think I was yeah. actually prescribed Xanax at one point. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about when I was like, you know, when I was really started going through the panic attacks, like early 20s. Yeah. I don't know if I even took it because I'm not I don't take medicine. But yeah, well, it's a it's just a super downer, you know, but if you take, you know, enough to fuck you up, you know, Xanax, I would have the same mornings from a day after Xanax as I would have a day after boozing. I would, you know, I wouldn't remember shit. I'd be really nervous about shit I've done. 
you know, and my problem when I get that blackout, I become like a real perverted deviant. <laughs> yeah, because that's your true self. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing at that. It's true. No, it's I know not. you better than anybody in the world. That is your true self, my friend. Maybe I'm really a liar. Maybe that's my true self. I'm, we're, con- we're confronting here. We're confronting ourselves. All here. right. But, uh, yeah, and, you know, I'd wake up feeling like, oh, my God, who, who did I fucking harass, you know? But that you know the xanax would do that to me like the alcohol did but i since you know i guess doing these drugs i don't really drink drink that much anymore yeah right so i can't get to that point but you know boozing would always do that to me and the thing i would always regret is really you know becoming that deviant yeah yeah right okay (laughs) Yeah, I get it. And I've seen your deviance in action before. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's a re- and that's the thing. Sometimes I just, it works. You know, at 30 <laughs> at 30 fucking 6 years old, I want to go out and have a fun time with my friends and have a guilt-free fucking next day. The only guilt that I want to feel is maybe I shouldn't have slept with that chick. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that and that Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't happen to you every night you go out now, does it? It doesn't, but the fact that it happened the other night really bothered me. It really it a, did. Because it was a special night. It was a special night. It was it was a lot of fun. Everything going on was great. Uh and and I would have loved to have walked out of there knowing that uh, everything was awesome and I just gave everybody big hugs at the end of the night and said, It's been so great to see you. I'll see you later. Yeah. And now not being able to piece together what happened that night, whether it was good or bad, again, I, I don't have any confirmation that I did anything bad. But again, just being that fucking guy, like just being the guy that if there was a couple people in that bar that looked over at me like, holy fuck, what's wrong with this dude? He's, you know, he's wobbling around and shit, you know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I know, I know for a fact that I had put my name in for a karaoke song. I don't know if I sang that song or not. <laughs> do you remember what song it was? Yeah, it was Life on Mars. That's, that's I always do Life oh, on Mars. Right. But but which I look, I have all the confidence in the world that I fucking slay it. But <laughs> but who knows? You know, I could have like grabbed the mic from somebody and been like, <laughs> you know, yeah, anything, yeah. anything like that. I just don't want to do that stupid college fucking dude bro bullshit. I don't want to be that person. Yeah, I hear you. And when I wake up in the morning and I was that person, whether or not everybody else acknowledged it or not, it's just something that I can't deal with anymore. This is like actually getting me in the mood to to be that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, man, there's times, look, you know, like whatever, when I'm, you know, my family's a bunch of boozers. And uh, so like when we're, when we're locked in a house on the fucking holiday together, Shit gets fucking nuts. And if I wake up the next day fucking on the couch and I don't know what the hell happened, that's cool. You know, same thing with my, my, again, you know, my other family, like you and Tom and Karen and Kevin and Jess and the whole crew that we hang out with. If we're all in somebody's kitchen and most of us are crashing at that place for the night or whatever, you know, I'll let myself get fucking loose because I know that there's not, you know what I mean? But out in public and around like people that I'm kind of friends with, but I'm kind of not, you know, yeah. or, or something like that, or new people and shit like that. I just, I just can't do it anymore. I don't want to harp on this forever, but but it's I don't know. And I'm sure people out there could fucking relate. Yeah, of course. Because there was a point, there was a point in life, obviously, that everybody was like, "Oh man, I fucking blacked out last night. I of wonder course. what I did," and yeah. you thought it was cool. And the more you get older and older, the more that happens. It's just not fucking yeah, cool, Yeah, it's not man. cool. It's not a good feeling. Especially because I used to pee on everything. Well, yeah, that's another thing. But I, when I used to pee on shit, I don't think I was blacked out because I remember peeing on shit. So it's not like I did maybe once or twice, but I, I can remember peeing, you know? Yeah. So it's almost like I didn't really give a shit. Or maybe because I do have – when I black out, I do have flashes. Like, like Saturday night – 
I don't remember. I, I, the last thing I remember was leaning up against the bar. I, I was uh, I was at the at the Golden Cicada. Cicada. Like I was leaning my back up against the bar because all of her friends were kind of in a semicircle, like around the bar. I was talking. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine um and and trying to make her laugh or whatever and then fucking and then like i remember my one friend came up and said you should sing a prince song and i said no i already put in for bowie and and then and then i think that's the last thing i remember but i also have this flash on the way home i knew who took me home that night because i have a flash of being in their back seat and like mumbling like you know what i mean like i had a flash of that so you you could be blacked out, but it might be something where your body's being like, you should not do this. So it just makes you like it takes a quick picture so you could kind of remember <laughs> that you did something fucked up. You yeah. know, like I bet you like, you know, I was totally blacked out and I don't know what happened. But if I like punched somebody in the face that night, I'd probably remember it. But I probably wouldn't remember it if I was just like, you know, fucking made fun of somebody's fucking looks or something, you know, some, something yeah, stupid, yeah. like something stupid and petty that I could right, have done, right. you know. Or whatever. And you know what's weird? I, 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 I this got brought up the other night. I don't know how or why, but I don't know. Tell me if you could, if you have any words about this. Someone was saying how <laughs> smooth. <laughs> thanks. Someone was saying how like uh, which by I'm sorry, but by the way, I've I've read I've replayed your you trying to segue into the meaning of life like a thousand <laughs> in the, in the past three days. The two things I've watched about a thousand times is Bartolo Colon hitting a home run. <laughs> And Gary Cohen's call and the Spanish announcer's call and then you trying to segue into the meaning of life. It's one of my favorite. If this podcast fucking crashes and burns <laughs> and, and we never do it again, at least I have that fucking 30 seconds of audio. So great. All right. Go ahead. Um, the fuck was I talking about? I'm sorry. Oh, somebody was saying how, oh, if you drink, you know, brown liquors or whatever, like whiskeys and scotches or whatever, people become violent and mean. And if you drink vodkas and shit, then you become happy and lovey. And I'm totally the opposite. Really? Yeah. If I drink vodkas, I become an asshole. But if I drink like whiskey and scotch, I become like the kissing bandit. Really? Yeah. You know, uh, brown liquors definitely give me more of a hangover because of all the sugar and everything yeah, yeah. in it. You know, like that's one of the reasons that I try to drink good vodka with only at least only seltzer, sometimes just water, sometimes just straight, because the least additives you have in your alcohol, the better you're going to feel the next yeah, day. Yeah, it's totally you know? true. Uh, I can't say I would. I, I used to be a big whiskey drinker, and I think I was a happy whiskey drinker. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know what gets me angry? You know what? I've just. I don't think I've ever seen you get pissed drunk. Not pissed drunk, but like pissed, pissed off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not. I don't go to go to pissed off very quickly. You have to do a lot for me to get pissed yeah. off. But I, I do. I like if we're just talking about, let's say, like with girlfriends and getting into fights when you get home and shit. Um, tequila would always do that to me. Now, luckily, I'm not a I'm not a giant tequila fan. I love tequila, so I'll very rarely drink it. But uh, but if I'm if I'm seeing a girl and we're out drinking and I do a couple to maybe not one, but if I do like two or three tequila shots, there's a good chance like on the way home, I'm going to be like, why are we such a fucking bitch together? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like I, that brings me out. And I'll tell you the one thing that I'll never take again. I took it once and I'll never take it again because not because it made me angry, because it turned me into a fucking insecure, like little fucking girl. This is the only time in my life that I've been like this. Um we very young. I mean, I'm talking like 18, 19 years old. We went to a party and and we were taking shots of Bacardi 151, right? Oof. I know. Bad idea. But you're a young fucking kid. Yeah. And I was with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, and one of my friends there, 
I guess deep down inside, I thought I thought he, he was an attractive guy. Like he, <laughs> he, he is an attractive guy, you know. Um, but I guess maybe I, I in my fucking my polluted brain, I thought like I was projecting my I'm going to use jealousy here. I've never been jealous of another man, but I guess like I don't know what I was feeling, but I guess I was like thought this guy was like cool and attractive. And maybe I was being insecure. Of the fact that I wasn't as cool and attractive. I have no idea. <laughs> Where is this going on the way home? <laughs> while my girlfriend's driving me home, I started fucking yelling at her and being like, I know you think that uh, that uh, what's his name? You know, I don't want to use his name, but I know you think that blah, blah, blah is better looking than I am. I know you. <laughs> I know you think that. And look, it's stay with me here and fucking because the plane's about to go down. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, I see you looking at him across the room. He's he's got those blue eyes and he and fucking blah, blah, blah. And she was like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I started crying. Really? Like bawling, crying. Aww, like, a, like a little fucking. Look, I'm, I could say it now. We're talking yeah, about, of course. We're talking about fucking 15, 16 yeah. years ago. And it's never happened before in my life. And it was only 100% because of the alcohol. Yeah, of course. And I've never taken Bacardi 151 ever yeah, again. Well, that's like the most violent liquor there is. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, but I didn't get angry. I didn't. And this was this was with a girlfriend that we fought. If we if we weren't fighting, then didn't check our pulses because we were fucking not breathing, you know, and th- this is so it should have just been a blowout fight where we were punching each other and freaking out like we used to always do. But it was just me bitch crying in a shotgun in a car like, what do you think he's better looking? <laughs> I've never done that before in my life. You know, what's really weird as we're talking about this. I my my girlfriend now we've gotten to maybe one or two fights in the past year or you know, over a year and it was because we got shit face drunk together uh-huh. and there's something in me or about me that fucking enjoys it it's really demented fighting? i i not fighting oh. drunk fighting like yeah. drunk fighting with girls i fucking love it i i had a you know you know where i had a girlfriend she was like my college girlfriend so we drank a lot together it's pretty much all we did and then that continued to home you know what i mean after college we would drink at home a lot together so whenever we go back to my house, it would always be a fucking blowout mm. over nothing. We like never fought. We never fought. And then once we started fighting, it just it's like we never stopped. It was just like I, there was something about it that was awesome. Yeah, maybe you know? she would find cigarettes in her glove compartment. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it was just fucking. I don't know. I just it, it was like it was great drunk fighting. You know, like like face biting and wrestling and shit. It was awesome. Now, can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Would you guys fuck afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Um. So. One time, I almost fought my neighbor. <laughs> yes! I almost fought my neighbor because we got into a fight or whatever, and it's all over the house. And she's like, fuck it, I'm going home. So she's like, you know, she's going out to her car. And that's what I hate the fucking most when chicks leave during a fight. Because I don't want to. I still got shit to say. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, ain't going yeah, nowhere. Yeah, you can't leave with the fucking higher ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one time, not to jump around from story to story, but one time this girl tried to leave. I jumped on the hood of her car and snapped her fucking wipers off. <laughs> that's a smooth move. Yeah, I know. One time I got into a fight with a girl. And this was back at the same girl that I cried in front of. And uh, we used to fight all the time. And this was back when uh, 
when fucking you know we were punk rockers we used to i used to change my hair color all the time and i and i was in the middle of bleaching my hair fucking like blonde so i could do the blonde liberty spikes and shit and i had a bottle of the fucking stripper you know that you get from sally's beauty supply or whatever and fucking she was like i'm fucking leaving i was like don't you fucking leave bitch she got in her car she started driving i threw the bottle at her car and the fucking bottle exploded all over (laughs) her fucking windshield and shit (laughs) not quite baloney but awesome and then i was pissed i was like man that shit's expensive <laughs> and i know i'm gonna dye my hair again in a week all right anyway, go. so the neighbor fight so we're fighting we're drunk as shit she's like i'm leaving so she's going out to her car so you know how for some reason when you're barefooted you can run faster or it feels <laughs> like you can run faster when you're barefooted yeah that's why so. they make those weird fucking toe shoes that run <laughs> yeah, those wear. socks yeah <laughs> so fuck, i was like fuck this i'm not letting her leave so i haul my barefooted ass out and I pick her up, and I'm ca- I had like a hill in front of my house. So I'm like carrying her up the hill, and I'm carrying her back to my house. And so this my bitch neighbor, this fat bitch, comes out of her house across the street. Don't you fucking touch her! I was just carrying her was back to the a, house. Was she a school bus driver? <laughs> she looked like one. I don't know who she was, but she's like, "Don't you fucking touch her!" I was like, "Get your fucking fat ass back in the house and mind your own business." So then her fucking fat ass husband comes out, and he's barefooted. So we almost get into a barefooted heated battle. And then he told me he knew my uncle and shit and was gonna tell on me. I was like, "Yeah, you're a bitch." <laughs> But I used to love, I mean, we're talking like 23 years old, 24 yeah, years yeah. old, you know, but I, I don't know. There was something about that. Those drunk fights that were fucking great. Well, look, we all know the couple there in, in, and I've been in a relationship like that. You obviously have been in a relationship like that. And I know people that are in relationships like this right now where the first couple times they fight in public or, or something like that, you're like, holy shit, this is fucking nuts. But then after 50 or 60 times, you realize this is the way that they're just turning each other on. Yeah. You know, like they they both enjoy fighting. This is probably what their relationship's built upon. And, and, and you know, everybody else around them gets into a crazy fucking situation like, oh, my God, fucking they're breaking up and she's blah, blah, blah and all this shit. And then the next day, everything's OK. And then the next week they're doing it again. And I mean, there's tons of couples out there like that. Yeah, I'm sure. You know? I'm sure. I don't I don't know any drunk fighters uh like as of this date yeah well i'm maybe not drunk fighters but i know uh i know a couple that fucking fights all the time and is always like uh that's it it's over that's it it's over and then the next day it's like you know and it's gotten to the point where you're just like okay let them fight and then it'll be okay you know what i mean um I think there's, you know, I think that goes on like like crazy out there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what it's like to fight anymore. I, I'm pretty upset about it. <laughs> I want to get into a good ass girlfriend fight. Man, I, you know, I've said this before. I, uh, the, I, my last relationship I was in, um, we did not fight at all. And the maybe four or five fights that we had were on the scale of all the fights that I've had in, let's say, 25 years of dating, right? Somewhere around there. Uh, and all, on the scale of all the fights that I've had with women in my life, the, our fights were like a 0.5 on the intensity level. Like, I wouldn't even consider this a fight. A fucking debate class in high school got more heated than these <laughs> fucking fights. And she acted like I she acted like I ripped her fucking eyeballs out. Like, wow. like she acted like I was a savage, like trying to attack her when really <laughs> what I was doing. I'm probably talking to you more emphatically now than I was to her. And it, it, and it, and it kind of sucked. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, it I sucked because because you don't ever because whenever you lash out at somebody that you love or you're in a relationship with. 
you you never want to hurt them. Mm-hmm. And then when you see that you hurt them, it sucks. Even you know, so like like uh, you just want to get your point across. Yeah, but I also want her to fight the fuck back. Yeah. You know, like like my serious relationship before her would fucking literally. If I if we started fighting, she would literally jump on me and start punching me in the face, and and that That's was awesome. It was great, yeah, yeah. because I was like, fuck, yes, fine. You know, I would never hit her back, but I would shake the shit out of her to fucking you know Chris Rock this shit. Yeah. But but uh, but that was you know like if I was like you know what you're being a fucking bitch right now, she'd be like what the fuck, and then she would jump on me or or she'd throw something at me or she'd scream, and that might not be healthy, but I think it's healthier than me being like you know. You're really fucking annoying me right now. And her going, <laughs> you know what I mean? And running into the bathroom and crying. I'm like, no, let's fight this out. Let's yeah, debate yeah. this. Where There's obviously a problem. Let's have a debate. Yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, have sex like regular human beings. That's part of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you need to fight in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I would never shake the shit out of a bitch. You know what I would always give them? The fucking straight jacket. <laughs> I would hold their hands and give them a straight jacket and just wrap them up. <laughs> And do like the fucking the loogie drop, and then you suck it back up. I remember, uh, 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 I, I remember when we were very young, you were fighting with, uh, you know what, we dude, it's um, forty five minutes into this. Let's just go with crazy girlfriends. Yeah, we were gonna do some of the band name shit, but we'll save that. for We'll Friday. save it. Yeah. Um, I remember when we were kids, it was one of your first girlfriend. I think it might have actually been the who you fucking uh, punched her V card to. And she was nuts. Yeah, we fought a lot. And um, I, w- there, we were at my parents' house, and we had a, a basketball hoop, and we were outside shooting hoops in the driveway. And I remember she rolled up with like two other girls, and you know, this is like the fucking early '90s, and like you know, she was probably wearing like Jenkos and like a ball necklace and yeah. shit. And then she had like two fucking like hussies with her, <laughs> and like, and you know that they had like talked her up through the whole thing. And I remember she walked up, and you were sitting there, and then she like spit on you, and then slapped you in the face. Really? And it was like, oh shit! <laughs> and then, uh, and then they just got in the car and drove away. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Damn! And I, you know what? When I think about it, I don't really think I was that mean to that girl. <laughs> I think I was, I was a perfectly fine boyfriend until you got hammered drunk. Yeah, yeah, but no, you can be, a, a, you can be, uh, not physically by any means, but I think you could be pretty mentally abusive to women. Yeah, I guess. You know, I just some know, women like that. Though. I know how to, you know, push buttons. That's what I mean. That's my. Thing. Yeah, I know because you do it to me. <laughs> And I, well, girls always say you and your fucking comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking true, man. It's, little comments. I was uh, I I remember one time it was actually at my parents' house. Teenager girlfriend, the one that I used to fight with all the time. Um, she decided to make a fucking ruckus out of it for no goddamn reason. It was like my my like my parents' anniversary party. My whole family was here. She decided to get fucking loose. Start a fight like she always did. So the only thing I could do was get her into her car and start driving because I, I knew that we were going to fight, but we couldn't do it at my parents' house. It just couldn't happen. It wasn't friends. It was family, you know? So I remember I was driving with her and fucking uh, we were like kind of it wasn't even a full blown argument. We were kind of just bitching at each other and just being like, why are you always fucking like this? Why are you always fucking like this? I was driving. And she fucking backhanded me in the fucking nose while I was driving down a dark street going like 50 miles an hour. <laughs> and it wasn't like a light slap. Have you ever been hit square in the nose with like a basketball? It's like a sting. Or it, yeah, and your eyes water and you yeah, can't yeah, see yeah. shit. And you fucking, while I was driving, she like fucking, it was pretty much as close as possible to that bitch in the Don't Cry video that just grabs the wheel and flies them off the <laughs> fucking cliff. 
she could have killed us. You know, there was oncoming traffic. There was no median. There was a million fucking things. She she was just so fucking nuts and crazy that she just hauled <laughs> off and fucking punched me in the face while I was driving. Pretty much a four-ton death machine. Yeah, I got punched in the face while I was driving once. It was, <laughs> it was me and like my most notorious of fighting girlfriends um, in high school. It. Yeah. And we were fighting big time, and I was pimping the 6,000, and we're driving around fighting, driving around fighting. And there was this like hot little girl walking by the Hazard Post Office, and I was like, how about I pick her ass up right now and take her home? She was like, fucking do it. So I pulled over, I'm like, you need a ride? And she hopped in my car. (laughs) (laughs) So I get this girl a ride, and the whole time I just see her sitting there firing out, firing out. I'm like, I shouldn't have fucking done that. I'm a dead man. So I dropped this. You, you know that you went too far. <laughs> yeah. So I dropped this girl off. We and I, I just knew I was gonna get when we pulled away. So I pulled away. I'm driving. I'm like, I'm not getting it, huh? So I'm driving away. We start arguing. We start arguing. I was wearing sunglasses, and we're saying something. We're saying something. And like, I turn and I just see the fist coming at me, <laughs> and she punched me square in the eye, and half my sunglasses broke off. <laughs> So I'm just rocking like a one eye piece and we're still fighting and the one eye piece is still on and we're still fighting. We're still fighting. And all of a sudden we look over and my rear view mirror that's like on the outside of the car just goes, it starts trembling that it just flew off. So like the right side of my sunglasses flew off and my rear view mirror, it was like symbolism. It was so weird. Was the, was the hitchhiker girl still in the car? No, she was dropped off. She was dropped off. But yeah, she punched me square in the eye. And like my sunglasses broke, but like the one earpiece and the one eye was still on. And then the rearview mirror flew off. It was really weird. I would say that you two fell into that category of the couple who fought all the time. And Everywhere. Then fucking, in and public then, yeah. and shit. Yeah. Because I don't think I fought in public with any of my other girlfriends. We always saved it for home. Yeah. You know? But me and her fought. Like they were like, oh, you know, that was like, oh, they're going to, there they go again, you know? But yeah. that was all her. You know what I mean? I, Which is interesting because because that was one of the few times in our life that we dated friends. Yeah. And and her friend was the one that I fucking fought with all the time, which was my psychos, fucking mania. Yeah, they were both maniacs. Yeah. Well, they they were they were big, you know, and they were into drugs and shit, you know. So I think they were like fucking crackheads. Yeah, I know, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like, why why do you got to make the life so much hell? <laughs> and I and I don't I don't like doing anything in public. Like it, like as you could tell from my rant before, one of the main sticking points of me getting that blackout drunk is was was in public, and I don't like that. I don't like making out in public. I don't like fucking. I just if I'm in a group of people. Not on stage, but if I'm in a group of people, regular group of people, I just want to be incognito, talking to a few people, get the fuck out of there before I wear out my welcome and shit like that. So with that chick, it was the same thing. Like, would you be at parties or we'd be at bars and shit? And she'd start the fuck up. And I'd be like, uh, I'd just be like, don't do this right now. Please don't do this right now. Just please don't do this right now. And yeah. then it would just be like, Rrr. I remember one time where <laughs> we were at a party and I get I, I I'm going to say that I fucked up here. This is my fault. I don't know if she listens to this or not. Uh, she might. And uh, if you're listening, <laughs> this one was my fault. But I guess I had told. I get. I, you know what happened? I was. I was not satisfied. Now, now keep in mind again. I'm a fucking child, right? Like we're talking 17 years old. Yeah, that's 18 years old. And uh, I wasn't satisfied with our sex life. You know, I just wasn't. There, maybe there were some things going on that I wanted to go on. That she, yeah. she you know, that Fair kind enough. of thing. And I guess I had tried a couple different avenues to uh, to kind of motivate her to be more uh, promiscuous, adventurous in bed kind of thing. Yeah. 
And um, I had, I guess, I mean, this is totally a fuck up, but uh, I, I, I brought up my previous relationship where the, Always a fuck where up. the sex was insane all the time. And I guess I labeled it as animal sex. <laughs> and I guess in my stupid fucking uh, child brain, what I was trying to do was paint a picture where the sex was so good in the last relationship and it's kind of sterile in this relationship. And I was trying to show her like, you know, we need to be like fucking animals that are attracted to each other. But I guess all she heard and rightfully so was that. Me and my ex used to have this insane animal sex, which nobody wants to hear. You no, know, like, like never. A, yeah, right. No matter what your age, whatever. That's like the worst thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, like, uh, that would be like a girl being like, oh, man, my ex's dick is like three times bigger <laughs> yeah. than yours. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Nightmare. You, just, you don't want to fucking hear that. Yeah, no. So when I told her, she like took it okay. And I remember even being like, oh, man, I think that's stuck. And we went to a party at uh, our friend's house that night. Um, and there's a bunch of people around and we we're drinking and we we're getting drunk and she was being like out, of, like more loving and, and nice to me than she'd been in a while. And it felt great. I was like, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> a as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to have some good sex tonight or whatever. <laughs> she got about seven or eight beers in and she just looked me in the eyes and she starts going, animal sex, <laughs> animal sex. And then I was like, yo, shut up, shut up. And she just started screaming at the top of her lungs, animal sex, animal <laughs> Like fucking like and that is insane. Like like Tourette's like wouldn't shut up to the point where everybody was like, "Yo, what's going on?" And I was like putting my <laughs> hand over her mouth, like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" And she was just going out of us, like so mad. And it's then for a band, and then we fucking busted out into a crazy fucking fight. Oh man, I miss those days. Yeah, it was fun. I want to be a reckless alcoholic that fights women. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats, you are. <laughs> Punched your own ticket there, RTG. I miss it. Ah, uh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. I I don't know if I'd have the energy for that nowadays, though. I know. You're yeah, working yeah. like a full time job, trying to yeah. do extracurricular shit, maybe fucking exercising, trying to like whatever, and then you got to deal with a psycho. Yeah. Like nah. I just want to be with some. I want to be some, with somebody who's passionate. You know, because. I've been with people that are overly passionate and that's too much. And then I've been with people that they were just zero passionate in, in, in towards our relationship and also their lives, you know, like no hobbies, no anything, just like let's watch TV and zone the fuck out kind of thing. I, I think the next person that I could be with is somebody that's like, go, I, I want them to be jealous. Like, is, is that weird? That, that is a little weird. No, I don't want, I, I, maybe jealousy, jealous isn't the right word. But but uh, I want somebody who's gonna to kind of feel like that's my man, you know, like that kind of thing. Like I want protective, that, not protective, but like we're a unit, you know, like like it's me and them. I've always and this might be my neediness, you know, or whatever it is. But I've always looked in relationships for somebody that was like it's me and you versus the world kind of thing, uh, you yeah, know. That, not you. to take it to that like crazy a ride or die chick. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like you know, like like if she's at a bar. And one of her friends says something about me. She says, fuck you to her friend. That's, yeah. you know, because that's the way I've always been about every girl that I dated. You know, if I was legit in it with the long haul with them and even my closest friends, like even you would like say something to me, I'd be like, yo, dude, like, fuck you. I might say, look, I respect your opinion, but that's my fucking girlfriend. You don't talk shit about my girlfriend yeah, yeah. to me, you know, and, and I've had that before. 
And I've had the exact opposite of that before. And I feel like that's what I need in life. I want, I want there to be somebody where it's like, we're a unit. We're a team. We're going to get this shit done together. No one's going to fucking, I'm not going to let anybody bad mouth you or this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that kind yeah. of shit. That's how it should be. It's rare to fucking find though, Yeah, man, that is pretty you rare. Know? And then also, you know, uh, like I had a girlfriend like that who I was deeply in love with. And then when she did fall off. And, 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 you know, it was kind of my fault, but whatever, our breakup and shit, because I was being an asshole. But when she did fall off, it felt like more of a betrayal because we were so fucking tight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, of course. She, she was my best fucking friend, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, and it was like, wait a second. We were supposed to be best friends forever. Like, you know, like it was always me and you versus the fucking world. Mm. And now you're like lying to me. You know what I mean? Like shit like yeah. that. Well, that's like weird. a real breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I guess that was the only real breakup that I ever went through. Yeah. It's crazy. Maybe I should have fucking uh, punched her or had her punch me in the face some more. <laughs> one, uh, one more quick, now that I'm thinking of that chick, this is one of my favorite fucking stories of all time. I don't even know if I've told this or not. But uh, she, um, this, again, this well, this was like the 2000s. We're talking about Jersey here. Uh, the girl used to go <laughs> spray tanning. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, and you know, we're fucking working. She was a waitress. I was fucking doing like a menial sales job at the time. Like we weren't pulling the big bucks. We had an apartment. We were fucking, I was playing in the band trying to afford shit. We didn't have any fucking money. And, uh, she would go and spend whatever it would be on these spray tans. And it was a big thing to her. You know, she saved up her money to go get these fucking spray tans. And she used to have this little bit that she used to do that she thought was hilarious. She wore contacts. And whenever I was laying on the couch or something like that, she would come over and she would dump her contact water onto my head you know and i would fucking and she would laugh and this day i was having like uh, an especially bad day maybe me and her were fighting in the morning she went out to go get her fucking spray tan now and also the fact that i didn't fucking like the spray tans at all she'd come home looking like a fucking orange yeah right she looked like a fucking maniac um (laughs) uh but uh she came home and i was laying on the couch and she poured her contact lotion thing on me and thought it was gonna be funny and i fucking was enraged so i had this big ass glass of water so i just jumped up and threw this water on her and it hit her and she immediately started crying and then her skin started melting like <laughs> like in the fucking uh the of Oz, because the spray tan was so new that it was I, I didn't i had no idea i didn't know what spray tans were i didn't know that you could actually rub them off so where the water hit it was literally just like drops of brown coming down and then her skin turning whiter and whiter and she fucking looked at herself and literally started being like started crying it's like one of the (laughs) first the only times i ever saw this girl cry and then of course i felt horrible and everything like that afterwards but it was uh, was (laughs) because she was pinstriped it was a funny experience (laughs) oh fucking chicks man (laughs) you bitches are crazy man there's one story that i want to tell so bad but it's the one story that i promised that i would never tell on this show i can't do it it. it's it's just it's just too for for everybody involved it's just too disturbing all right you know but uh you know which one i'm talking about Whenever we're talking about crazy girlfriends and experiences with crazy girlfriends, yeah, this one's this one's about. at the top of the food <clears throat> chain. I know what you're talking about. Maybe someday. Maybe when uh when um certain parties aren't around and stuff like that, I'll be able to tell <laughs> it. But uh it's fucking yeah, pretty nuts. It's a little intense. All right, let's get out of here. All right. We were gonna do the um we were gonna we thank you for everybody who's been sending in band names for our new band. We're doing the yeah, band name quite a list. contest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what we we're gonna do. One of the things we wanted to do today was uh go through some of them and maybe narrow it down a little bit. And then um, we'll do that next episode. Yeah. But by all means, keep them coming. We're running the contest for a while. We don't know exactly where we're going to end it, but we're going we're gonna to run the contest for a while until we get the perfect name. Then we're going to name our band that. You're going to get the A High Five prize package. 
um, and all that good stuff. And then we'll have yes. animal sex. And animal sex. <laughs> animal sex. Uh, it was fucking nuts, dude. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, go on iTunes, leave a review. Once we have 100 review, written reviews, we're going to throw a 100 written review party. Uh, invite all our ex-girlfriends, get drunk, and, and have a brawl in the middle of the fucking dance floor. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Rich is going to eat glass. So I'm going to eat balut. He's going to drink a goldfish. Uh, whatever. It goes on and on and on. But it should be fun, so go on and help us out that way. And, uh... If anybody has any ideas how old DevDog could get off the drink, please let me know because it's, it's becoming a burning uh, sensation in my life. And anything else, RTG? No. All right. Love you guys. See I'm going to go back into being a raging alcoholic that fights women. <laughs> we'll see you in future days. Surrounded by seeds, I'm lost in the trees. My thirst and hunger seem to increase. The music we made is one to be loved. Every time I dream, my own Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.